Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and today we are going to be talking about week one wide receiver start or sit decisions. Now, these things may obviously change throughout the week. At the end of the week, I released a rankings video. This is kind of just the precursor to that, where we go in depth and talk about each game and kind of who I like at wide receiver and who I'm trying to avoid on the given week. I am so excited, very, very excited for week one to start in just one more sleep until Thursday night football. I am so pumped for it, and I hope that you guys are too, and I hope you're pumped for the content because I'm going to be releasing content every single day to help you guys win your 2020 Fantasy Football Championship. So please make sure to click that subscribe button if at any point inside of this video you end up enjoying. So let's get right into it. Week one, wide receiver, start or sit decisions. We start with the Thursday night game in Kansas City with fans there are going to be fans in this game is that a home field advantage is that like a super big advantage now I have no idea I honestly kind of think so Texans at Kansas City so this game very very simple for the wide receiver position you're going to be starting Tyreek Hill for the Kansas City Chiefs you knew that you drafted him in the first or second round likely I don't see a reason why he would have fell in the third round of any league so you're going to start him. He, he has a good matchup here up against the Texans. Not the greatest defense. Not a corner that I think can really stop him. In the playoffs, we saw Tyreek Hill do pretty solid against the Texans after the Texans were mollywhopping them in like the first quarter. And then the Chiefs hit him with a 360 and destroyed them back. It was quite an entertaining game for Chiefs fans, for Texans fans. They probably were quite sad. And I think that Tyreek Hill has a good game, a great game in his first game of the 2020 NFL seasons. I'm going to be starting Will Fuller of the Houston Texans. It seems like Brandon Cooks is hurt. Seems like he may miss this game. And even with him being hurt, he was hurt yesterday on Tuesday. So I doubt he'll be good to go. And if he is good to go, he's not going to be fully healthy for Thursday night. So to me, that is an insta-lock to start Will Fuller. He's going to be the wide receiver one of the team. And we saw Will Fuller play quite good against the Chiefs last season, though he did drop three total touchdowns in those games. But at the end of the day, Will Fuller is going to be the number one guy in this game for Deshaun Watson. I think that we can see him put up a fantastic game week one to prove maybe the doubters wrong about Will Fuller until he gets hurt. A couple of weeks in the season. Next start for me is Randall Cobb, but he's got the eh next to him because I don't know if I love starting Randall Cobb, but if Brandon Cooks is out of this game, I think we could see Randall Cobb put up a solid point total. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be a wide receiver one or a wide receiver two. I think Will Fuller could be a wide receiver one. For Randall Cobb, I think he's more of a safe flex option or a wide receiver three on your team, but I think he does have that decent upside in this game going against the Chiefs at a game that you would project to be more high scoring. For the sits, like I said, Brandon Cooks is hurt. I'm just not going to chance that if he is playing, that he is fully healthy enough to be able to play. So if he's out there, I believe he's going to be more like a decoy. So I'm going to go ahead and sit him down due to injury concerns. And I'm going to sit down McCole Hardman now. Now, this isn't because I necessarily think McCole Hardman will have a bad game, but to me, he's one of those guys that you throw in your lineup as a firecracker, as the guy that can individually win you your week or completely screw you over. I don't really see McColl's range of outcomes being he scores like 10 points in this game. I think he's either going to drop like an 18 bomb straight on the Houston Texans dome or he's going to drop like three points. So you can decide if you want to start him or not based off that. I think a couple weeks in the season, McColl is going to be locked in to be the wide receiver two on that team behind Tariq Hill. So I think McColl Hardman could have a great game. I'm just not sure I want to chance it week one. I'm sitting down Sammy Watkins as well, even though week one seems to be Sammy Watkins fucking forte 
I don't know. Maybe, just maybe, he'll play good. But I'm not starting him regardless. I didn't draft him high enough. I didn't draft him in any leagues because I just prefer McCall Hardman. So I'm going to go ahead and sit both of those guys down. Now, onto the Sunday slate of football. Gorgeous man Scott Hansen is going to show up on your screen and say seven hours of commercial-free football starts now if you're watching Red Zone and your pants are going to be soiled and you're not even going to be mad about it because now a zillion games are on and we're going to start here talking about the Dolphins at the New England Patriots now. As a Dolphins fan, I'm wearing their hat right now. Dan Marino used to be hanging up behind me. He's going to go back up there after my room is fully dry because I painted it. I think this might be a Dolphins win here. But with that said, I think Julian Edelman's going to be great in this game. Cam Newton, Julian Edelman. It seems like yin and yang here. It seems like we are going to be seeing the ball thrown to these motherfuckers a zillion goddamn times. Just like kind of like the yin and yang of TB12 and Julian Edelman. I think it's going to be similar this season. I think both quarterbacks, Brady and Cam Newton, can target Julian fucking Edelman. I think Edelman's going to have a great game. He's a guy that's a PPR, half PPR monster because he's going to get so many targets. Now, you can chance starting to kill Harry in this game, but it seemed like he was really struggling in camp, then started to look very good. So I'm just abiding by the side of caution and not starting him week one, but I think a couple weeks in the season, he could be a guy that you're seeing in your roster every single week. And for sits, I'm sitting the whole Dolphins wide receiver core. Now, I think the Dolphins can win this game. I really do. But do I want to start Devontae Parker against Stephon Gilmore? Now, Devontae Parker skull-fucked, murdered Stephon Gilmore week 17 last season. That was the last time they played in New England. He literally bent him over and fucked him until the guy died. He Devontae Parker destroyed him. But now... In a revenge game, Stefan Gilmore versus Devontae Parker, I'm just not going to chance it. I'm just not going to start him. Could he have a great game? 100%, but I'm just not going to buy into it. Plus, there is obviously the chance that Ryan Fitzmagic has the typical Ryan Fitzpatrick where he plays great for a team the first year, and then the second year turns into an absolute travesty. So, not going to buy Devontae Parker this week. I'm going to go ahead and sit him. Preston Williams, I also think, could be a guy that has a great game, but I'm going to sit him as well. I'm going to wait to see how good Preston Williams is but I think he will be good. It just is worrisome, obviously, when a guy comes off of an ACL tear week one of the season. Next game to talk about here is the Seattle Seahawks at the Atlanta Falcons. Now, this one is very obvious. Obviously, for the Falcons, you're going to be starting Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. The Seahawks defense is no longer that team that you feared, the, one of the greatest defenses in the league. They're no longer that. They're still a solid defense, but they're not that. Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley are going to score a bunch of points in this game. I think this is going to be a back-and-forth affair between Atlanta and between Seattle. So I like both wide receivers on the Falcons side, and I also think that while Pete Carroll is going to be chewing his gum... He's going to be chewing his gum, and he's going to say, oh, we got to run the ball, we got to run the ball. They're going to run the ball probably a bunch of times, but they're also going to pass the ball, and when Russell Wilson throws the ball, he is hella accurate. So I'm going to go ahead and buy into it and play both those guys, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Now we're going to be sitting down no one, which is also Josh Gordon, because Josh Gordon may play week one. I'm not going to buy into it. I think Metcalf and Lockett could have great games here. Definitely both safe players. All of these guys, very safe in my opinion to have in your lineup. Week numero one, so I like this game a lot for fantasy football. Going to be a very entertaining game to watch on Sunday. Next game to talk about here is the Green Bay Cheeseheads at the Minnesota Vikings. So this one is also pretty obvious. This is a no-brainer. You draft Devontae Adams in the first round. Guess what you're going to do? You're going to start him. Alan Lazard, high upside pick. Not a guy that's going to be wide receiver one, wide receiver two. He's a high upside wide receiver three or flex start for me against the Minnesota Vikings. That defense is an absolute travesty. So I'm just not going to be starting uh, anyone else on the Green Bay Packers. Now, there have been reports that MVS has been looking amazing in practice. There's been reports of this. 
or maybe it was Deron Wallison. I don't know. One of them's on the Lions. One of them is still here on the Packers. Now, <laughs> don't do it again. Just don't fall for it again. It's going to be Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard did it last season when those guys disappointed. So buy into Alan Lazard. Play him this week, but obviously bide on the side of caution because he could obviously shit the bed, but I think he will play quite well this week. And the Vikings, obviously, you're going to be starting Adam Thielen. Big man, Adam T. Now that Stefan Diggs got kicked out of town, I think Adam Thielen's going to have a fantastic game. He's the only one mystery like that Kirk Cousins is going to be able to throw the ball to. I think this is going to be a very good game, just like we saw last seasons between our last season between the Packers and the Vikings. So I'm going to go ahead and start all three of the main wide receivers in this game and sit no one because we have no idea who the Vikings wide receiver two even is going to be for the first week. Next game to talk about here in the same division, the Bears at the Lions. This is yet another game that I am looking forward to, the Bears at the Lions. We are going to see the return of Matty Snapback, Matthew Stafford, after he hurt his back from carrying the goddamn team for the last zillion years to doing nothing, sadly, though, for Lions fans. Shout out to the one Lions fan in the comments. I love you. I'm not going to say your name, but I love you. So the Lions... I like this game a lot. I think the Bears' defense is going to play pretty good, but I don't think that's going to be able to stop Mr. Matthew Stafford. I think this is a full-on send on all players in this game. Allen Robinson playing against Detroit, this should be a wash by Allen Robinson if kissing Titties Trubisky is playing well. Anthony Miller, same thing if kissing Titties Trubisky is playing well. Obviously, I love Allen Robinson so much more, but I think Anthony Miller could be a solid flex start on the week. Kenny Galladay, this is going to be, Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones, I think, are going to have absolutely boom weeks this week going up against the Chicago Bears, even with one of the better defenses in the league. I don't think it even matters with Matthew Stafford. I'm going to love these guys every single week. I'm going to probably put them as starts every single week, so I think that this is going to be a great spot for Galladay and Marvin Jones to both put up solid games this week. Next game up on the slate is the Las Vegas Raiders at the Carolina Panthers. This game is a sneaky good one as well because we are going to see Christian McCaffrey and Josh Jacobs put the teams on their back. Christian McCaffrey is probably going to score 7 zillion points in this game, if I'm being honest with you. But for wide receivers, it's simple. There's really no good wide receivers on the Raiders that you'd want to start in this game. Sure, Ruggs could have a great game, but I'm just not going to start in week one. They have Renfro, they have Terrell Williams, they have a bunch of guys there. They're all sits for the Oakland Raiders. For the Panthers, they have Robbie Anderson. They have Curtis Samuel, and they have one shining star, the star at night, the shooting star, in DJ Moore, wide receiver of the Carolina Panthers. I love this guy a lot in the offseason. This is a perfect week one to see Teddy Bridgewater hammer the ball to DJ Moore. This is an easy start for me. I'm smashing it. I think DJ Moore could have a top five week this week up against the Oakland Raiders, a.k.a. the Las Vegas Raiders, which is where they play now. Next team here, the Eagles at the Washington football team. This is going to be a lock. I am going to stab the ground in a momentous lock of the week. Deshaun Jackson is going to skull fuck the Washington football team. He is amazing in revenge games. I talked about this in the waiver wire uh, video for week one. I love Deshaun Jackson. This is going to be a big game for him. Week one, Deshaun Jackson always plays good, and now he's got the double down because he always plays good against teams he used to be on. He used to be on the Washington football team. Now he's back on the Eagles. He's going to have a great game. I love D-Jax this week, and scary Tara McLaurin. I love him this week. I love him every week. This is a good matchup up against the Eagles. This is an in-division matchup where the games, the teams typically play harder. I don't expect this to be a super high-scoring game, 
but I do do expect Terry McLaurin to put up quite a good game week one, and I will happily put him in the start category. For sit, Jalen Rager for the Eagles, there's really no clear option behind Deshaun Jackson, in my opinion, and sit, we're going to be sitting down Steven Hit Sims, as well as the other Washington football team wide receivers. Next game to talk about here is the Indianapolis Colts at the Jacksonville Jaguars. I can see it now. The Colts are up by a zillion points. They are destroying the Jaguars. Maybe. And then out of nowhere, the shining light of Gardner Minshew comes out there and he just throws like three touchdowns in the final quarter of the game. I can just see it. That's just the the Jaguars way. DJ Chark, I think, has a good game, even up against a tougher Colts defense. I wouldn't sit him down against this. I don't think that this is too tough of a scenario, and I, I kind of like Gardner Minshew a lot this week as well. So I think that DJ Chark is going to have a good game for the Colts. Now, I'm too, I want to see T.Y. Hilton do it with Phillip Rivers first before I start him. If I'm being honest with you, I don't like T.Y. Hilton coming into the year because I worry about his injuries. He was deemed a high injury risk by uh, sports injury predictor. That doesn't mean you can't play him week one. And in certain situations, sure, you can play him. But in my opinion, I'd much rather sit him down and see how he does this week. See how the ball is being thrown by Phillip Rivers. Is it being thrown a lot? Or are they just running the ball a million times? Because that's entirely possible to destroy the Jaguars and take some time out of the clock. Now, I'm also sitting Paris Campbell, all the other wide receivers for the Indianapolis Colts. For the Jaguars, I'm also sitting everyone not named Baby Shark for the team. Next game here is the New York Football Jets at the Buffalo Bills. This game is going to be a snooze fest, if I'm being honest with you. I live in New Jersey. Lots of Jets fans. This is gonna be a this is gonna be boring. This is gonna be a close game, probably, I think. Probably the Bills by seven, I would say. But with that said, not gonna be very high scoring. Gonna be kind of a snooze fest. I'm starting Stephon Diggs. think he'll play fine against the Jets. Not too sure he's going to be able to score like two touchdowns or something and be a top 10 guy. But I'd be surprised if he didn't finish as like a wide receiver too. Even if it's a low-end one because they don't have to throw the ball that much this game. I'm going to start Stephon Diggs. I'm sitting everyone else down. John Brown for the Bills. Cole Beasley. I just don't feel ultra confident that they're going to score all that many points. And for the Jets, I'm sitting down Crowder, Mims, Perriman. I just have zero confidence in mono man Sam Darnold. So I'm just going to go ahead and throw away. I'm not going to be starting them unless Jamison Crowder turns into the target vacuum that he was last season. If that happens, then maybe I'm starting Jamison Crowder every week. But until then, I just don't know. I really don't. I mean, it seems like everyone else is injured on the team, so maybe Crowder's worthy of a flex, but even then, I'm not too sure about it. So I'm going to go ahead and leave him inside of the sit column. Next game up here, we got the Browns at the Ravens. Now, if you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. I would really appreciate that. We have the Browns at the Ravens, like I said. This is pretty simple. If Jarvis starts for the Browns, I'm going to play him. I just am. The guy just sucks in a million targets. I'm going to play him, but if it seems like he's going to be limited, don't start him. Hollywood Brown, I like against the Browns. think this could be a very boom game for him. I'm sitting Odell Beckham Jr. just like that girl is going to sit on top of him and take a massive shit on him. If anyone heard about that, seems like Odell Beckham Jr. is into them Cleveland Steamers, which is pretty funny because he plays for the Cleveland Browns. I'm not a big fan of Odell this year. I just don't think they're going to be throwing the ball enough, and I think if they're throwing the ball, it's going to Jarvis. Pretty simple to me. Not starting Odell in this game. Don't think he finishes inside the top 25. Don't want to get excited about him. So I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to play Odell Beckham Jr. I wouldn't argue against you playing him because you drafted him highly, so you probably have to play him. 
But to me, I'm fading Mr. Odell Beckham Jr. in this game. Next game to talk about. Now we are on to the 4 o'clock slate if you're talking Eastern Standard Time. The Arizona Cardinals at the San Francisco 49ers. We're going to be starting up D-Hop in this game. Pretty obvious, right? You're going to start DeAndre Hopkins. Now, Debo might start. Brandon Ayuk might start. I didn't even write Debo on the screen because I kind of forgot until I just started talking about it. I'm not starting any of them, to be honest with you. I'm just not. I don't think any of them are going to be healthy enough to quantify playing this week. I think in the future, yeah, I think Debo and IU could be great. But for me, that's a no-no for week one. I like DeAndre Hopkins. Why? Because he's DeAndre fucking Hopkins. He's matchup proof. He could be going up against anyone, and I would still play him. He could go up against prime Deion Sanders, and I'd still play him. That's just how I feel. I'm going D-Hop in this matchup as a start, and then sitting all the rest of the Cardinals wide receivers, Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald. I think Christian Kirk may end up putting up a pretty solid season this year. But with that said, going up against a very tough 49ers defense, after they lost the Super Bowl, they are going to be hungry, and they are going to absolutely devour the Cardinals. But I think Kyler Murray plays good enough to give the ball to DeAndre Hopkins a couple of times and to score a decent amount of points. So let's hope that happens. I think I'd be very hard-pressed to sit D-Hop, though, in this matchup. Next matchup here, we got the Chargers at the Bengals. I know, right? Such an interesting matchup. This matchup is brought to you by my friends and my sponsor over at OverlayDFS.com. OverlayDFS.com has introduced a new game for fantasy football players that I love. This is my favorite way to play DFS, and this new game has completely suckered me in. Now, you guys understand, or you might not understand gambling. How gambling works is there's normally a spread picks, and there's going to be teams plus four, minus four, say. If you get plus four, you get plus four points to the, to the team. And if you have minus four, you get minus four to the team. In this scenario, we are going to be talking about fantasy football points. In the first Thursday night matchup, we have Deshaun Watson versus Patrick Mahomes. Would you rather take Deshaun Watson getting four fantasy points or Pat Mahomes losing four fantasy points? Whoever scores more points at the end of that, plus or minus the points, is going to be the winner. All you have to do is click on who everything's going to be better, put in the value, and then you get with the odds here, and you win the certain amount of money that you put in there. So make sure you guys check out OverlayDFS.com. I'd really appreciate it. It's going to be a fun time, and I will see you guys back in the video. And we are back. Please make sure to check out OverlayDFS.com. Link down below. So for the Chargers at the Bengals, I'm kind of liking, I'm liking Keenan Allen here. Now, not because I think Keenan Allen is going to skull fuck the Bengals, but I think he could. I do worry about Terod Taylor being the starter. So that's something that I'm going to have to get over, but I'm still going to start Keenan Allen in this matchup up against the Bengals. Uh, pretty easy matchup for him. For Tyler Boyd and the Bengals, I love Tyler Boyd this week. I love Tyler Boyd every week. One of my favorite players in the NFL, one of my favorite wide receivers. I think this matchup is going to be not the best for him, but something he'll be able to overcome. I think Joe Burrow does falter a bit in this game. I don't think that we necessarily see the Bengals put up 21 plus points in this game, but I think that Tyler Boyd is going to be able to play well enough, even if it doesn't result in him scoring a touchdown. I think he'll be involved enough in the pass catching game for him to have a good season because, and by season I mean game, because A.J. Green is going to be the guy getting the number one coverage in the Chargers defense. He just is. He's going to play week one. Hopefully, Tyler Boyd plays better in games on a points per game basis with A.J. Green in the game. Pretty simple. A.J. Green plays. You start Tyler Boyd. A.J. Green's in the game. We haven't seen him do it yet. I'm sitting him. I don't feel confident in him just yet. I may a couple weeks in. I may bite my words, eat my words completely on A.J. Green if he plays great. But then I'm going to dance on his grave if he gets hurt again. I'm not actually going to do that. I hope A.J. Green does stay healthy. 
But th- that was my concern with A.J. Green before the season was his injury concerns. So we shall see what happens there. But I will be sitting down A.J. Green in this matchup. Next matchup to talk about here is probably the most exciting game of Sunday's slate, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints. Now, if we're talking fantasy football, which we are, this is a fantasy football YouTube channel, we're going to be talking about Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Michael Thomas, all guys drafted inside of likely the first two rounds of your draft, if not the first three. You're certainly not sitting them. This seems like a matchup where it could be a back and forth affair, a teeter-totter of the Bucs going up, then the Saints going up, then the Bucs going up, then the Saints coming up. So I'm firing out all of those guys. The only guy I'm sitting in this matchup is Emmanuel Sanders. I just don't want to start him week one. I want to see how Drew Brees airs the ball out. I was a guy very against Emmanuel Sanders in the offseason, not against the player, just against the situation. It seems like there's always the wide receiver two getting talked up, talked up, ramped up, ramped up in the Saints offense, and then the wide receiver does nothing, and then it's just Michael Thomas, which I think is going to be able to happen again this year, just Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara getting the ball, then the rest of the team's just sitting there with their thumb up their ass, besides maybe Jared Cook, and just a bit confused. So I'm going to go ahead this week, fire up Evans, Godwin, obviously, for the Buccaneers, the best two wide receivers on the team, guys that both put up top 10 seasons in fantasy football last year. They should potentially be able to do it again. So I'm going to go ahead and fire both those guys up, and Michael Thomas, obviously, is a start every week. doesn't matter who he's playing. This man is the king of the slant. He's going to run for a slant, get like three yards, drop the ball, go, ah, you know what I'm saying, after he gets a fucking first down, just flex the fuck out of his muscles on the Tampa Bay defense for getting like three yards, and he's going to score a zillion points because he's going to get like 15 targets in this game probably. So start him. Start all those guys. Sit down, Mr. Emmanuel Sanders. Now on to the Sunday night masterpiece of the Cowboys at the Rams. I know everyone is getting in their seat so excited to watch the Dallas fucking Cowboys on Sunday. I hate the Dallas Cowboys, not because I hate the team. I just hate that you have to watch them multiple times every year on prime time. The Rams are looking to come back after last season playing like absolute dog shit, having that Super Bowl hangover. Now, I like a couple of guys in this matchup. I think this will be a fun matchup to watch. It's just a shame that the Cowboys always get shoved down your throat week one on like Sunday night or Monday night. For the Cowboys, I'm starting Michael Gallup. I feel most safe with him. Amari Cooper has been kind of dealing with injury. They're kind of not training him in training camp. He's doing all this weird shit. And he's going up against Rams. You know who the Rams have? Jalen Ramsey. Amari Cooper is the most inconsistent motherfucker in fantasy football. I wouldn't be surprised if Amari Cooper bent Jalen Ramsey over and fucked him while his family was watching at home. Wouldn't surprise me. But it also wouldn't surprise me if if Jalen Ramsey made Amari Cooper score the X, like Des Bryant would throw up, zero fucking points, clamped him down. Wouldn't surprise me at all, so I'm sitting him. For me, I like Michael Gallup in this game. I think I kind of like CeeDee Lamb, but I'm going to sit him because I'm not trying to be super wicked smart with CeeDee Lamb. I kind of want to see how the offense runs before I throw him in there. And then for the Rams, I like Bobby Trees, Robert Woods, as well as Cooper Cup in this game. The Cowboys defense no longer what they were last year. They lost Byron Jones to my Miami Dolphins. I think Bobby Trees and Cooper Cup are going to have excellent weeks. Week one, so those guys are starts for me. Now, obviously, this week we have two Monday night games that you can't fall asleep until like one in the goddamn morning, even though you have work at 7 a.m. the next day, but it's okay because football is bike, and in this game, the first game, is the Steelers at the Giants, a snooze fest. Not because the game's going to be low scoring, but because I think the Steelers are going to go to town on the Giants. I'm starting Juju. Don't love Juju this year. Don't hate him. I feel like if Big Ben's able to stay healthy, Juju will have a great year. I think against the Giants, this should be a no-brainer. I like Deontay Johnson too, but I'm going to throw an eh on there because the matchup's good. But is he the wide receiver two there? 
That's what we've yet to find out. So if you're in a deeper league, throw him in there as your flex. High upside play, but don't feel super confident in it. For sitting, I'm sitting down James Washington of the Steelers. We don't know if he's the wide receiver 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, or fucking 10 on the team. So I'm sitting him down until we see. Uh, I'm sitting down all the Giants wide receivers since I believe the Steelers have one of the best defenses in the league. And I think Danny Dimes kind of struggles in this game, but I do think Saquon Barkley just puts the team on his back and somehow still scores like 25 fantasy points. Final game of Monday slate end of the video for the wide receivers is Mr. Tam or the Tennessee Titans at the Broncos. Now, very sad news. Last night, as you're watching this, reports come out, Von Miller's hurt, likely going to miss the whole season. It's a fucking shame. Obviously, that's terrible. Everyone loves Von Miller. But that means that we are going to see a pretty different game. I think that with Von Miller, the Broncos' defense is just so much better. Now, they're still a good defense. I just think he's the heart and soul of the team. I think that we see A.J. Brown put up a good game in this game. Now, he's a guy that in the offseason I wasn't completely bought in on. But I wasn't sold out on him. Just like with Juju, I felt like he was going to be fine. So I like A.J. Brown in this matchup against the Broncos. I don't, I didn't love Cortland Sutton, but in this matchup against the Titans with Drew Locke, I think week one, he just goes to old reliable Cortland Sutton, and then I think it develops more into being a Jerry Judy, and when K.J. Handler gets healthy, all those guys are going to be getting a lot of passes, but for week one, I'll buy into Cortland Sutton playing pretty well. For sit-down, I'm going to sit down Jerry Judy, his first ever NFL game. Not that I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he did really well, but the Titans defense is pretty strong, so I'm going to sit him down, and I'm also going to be sitting down bum-ass. Corey Davis of the Tennessee Titans because they have yet to find a wide receiver two of any caliber behind A.J. Brown. So thank you guys all for watching this video. I really do hope that you ended up enjoying. Now, please make sure to check out my sponsor, OverlightDFS.com. Go ahead and play on there. I'm going to make videos during the week about it so you can play with me, you can join with me, and win a shit ton of money. So thank you guys all for watching. I love each and every single one of you guys. And I cannot wait to see you guys later with yet another heater of a video where we talked about wide receivers in the morning. We're talking running bikes in the afternoon. I love each and every single one of you guys, and I will see you guys later with yet another banger please click the subscribe button good boy